quickly. We have to be fierce in our love. We have to be fierce in our love for Jesus. And just give him our hearts. That's what is most important. That's why he came as that babe. And that's why he gave his life for us. Amen? This to Corey this morning. We, in this, in this scripture where it says, the Lord bless you, right? This is from Moses. And this is the thing. He said to Moses, you can choose blessing or you can choose cursing, right? So you can bless your family. You can bless your spouse. You can bless your friends or you can curse them. How do we curse them? How do we curse ourselves? We simply take our eyes, how it said, looking to God, looking to God, lifting him up, and we turn it to, the, to us or to the world or to other ways. And we can say things like, oh, I have such a bad cold today. Or we can say, in Jesus' name, I rebuke this cold. I curse it to hell, and I pray for health and healing. And you know what? We just got to keep practicing our faith. And we have to encourage each other to practice our faith. Say words of faith. If there's something you fear, think of words of faith, even just the name of Jesus, to counteract that fear. Amen? Like, fear is what holds us back. Fear of failure, fear of rejection, fear of ill health, fear of um, losing it, fear of losing the game, fear of failing the test. (laughs) You're playing the fearful blues. (laughs) So this morning, we speak the Lord's blessing. May his face shine upon you and you and you and you and you and you and you 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 and you back there in the chairs Starman he's looking Amen thank you Jesus thank you Lord that you want to bless us you want to bless us If you're cold in worship, you got to stand up and you got to move and you got to clap. Amen. Raise your hands. Praise the Lord. And you'd be like calisthenics out there and you're getting all warmed up. Okay. So praise the Lord. Amen. All right. Praise you, Jesus. Look at that. Thank you, Joe. I feel warmer already. (laughs) Hallelujah. That is. Praise you, Jesus. Had marshmallows yesterday, didn't we? And chocolate. Hot cocoa. That's right. Praise God. Hallelujah. God is good. He reigns. Thank you, Jesus. It's time to take up an offering. Amen, Gracie. Come on down. It's time to take up an offering. Father, we thank you. Look at my wife is ready. She's got a check out. She's got two pens. 
She doesn't have one, but she's got two. See that one? No, you go right there. Right there. She's got two. Praise God. I'm going to tell you, we know. We know when things get tight in our finances that we need to give more because God always provides. Without fail. Never. Never has he failed us. Never has he failed us. I mean, we've been married almost 30 years, and there's been times where it's like, okay, what are we going to do? We can't pay the mortgage. We can't pay the car payment. We don't have groceries. We're eating rice and beans. What are we going to do? Okay, Lord, we're going to trust you. And God always provided. He always showed up, and he always showed up on time. Every time, without fail. And I know it's because they're giving. And you guys, when you give, you need to be giving cheerfully. And you need to be praying about your giving. You need to say, God, I want you to multiply this. I'm giving this to you in your kingdom where you promised me a blessing. I want this to multiply. I want to multiply the works of my hands. I want you to supernaturally multiply my checkbook. In Jesus' name. And God will do it. You trust, you test him in it. He says it's the only thing you can test him in. You try God. You know, I saw a bumper sticker the other day when I was loading a Christmas tree on. And there was a young family and the guy had a baby strapped on his chest. And he was out there trying to help me load a Christmas tree. I'm like, man, I got this. And I saw his bumper sticker and it said, try God. Just try God. I'm telling you, just try God in your giving. And you see what God will do. You're faithful to him. He'll be faithful to you. Amen? So, Lord Jesus, we praise you. We thank you, Lord God, for what you're doing. Well, I thank you, Lord God, that you have promised us a blessing, pressed down, overflowing, that we cannot contain. Lord God, that we can test you in this giving. And we're giving into your kingdom, knowing, God, that your word will not fail. Because you never fail. You're not a liar. And you'll never lie. It's not in you to be a liar, Lord God. And I believe that. And I believe your word. And we stand on your word in faith. In Jesus' name, we pray that you would bless this offering. That you would bless this house. And you bless our giving. And you bless those that give cheerfully. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Well, that was a short sermon, wasn't it? <laughs> Hallelujah. Yep. Short sermons, they said. Short sermons. So I told you, I have gotten all, you know, this morning I came down unprepared. I got here late. I turned the heater on and the heater was working. It was running fine. And then I went in my office with my little electric heater that I put over there. And, my, and I could hear the heater running through the pipes. I could hear the water going. And I'm like, oh, great, everything's working. I got my little space heater in the office going. And I'm nice and warm in there. Didn't think anything of it. I came out here. I'm like, oh, it's kind of chilly this morning in the sanctuary. I go back and look, and what do you know? The tank is out of fuel. <laughs> so you have to forgive me. I'll get that squared away in Jesus' name. But it did, it just literally stopped when I came out of my office and I'm like, oh, are you kidding? Not now. But it didn't matter because we're all fired up and warmed up because 
we got the fireplace going on the projector up here. So everybody's got that. Just keep that thought in your mind of that heat of a fire. And you'll stay nice and warm. Whole toasty. And if you worship God with the energy that you need, like you're, like you're excited to be in the house of God, you're not going to be cold anyways because you're, you're supposed to be on fire Christians, right? Amen. You should be heat radiating off of you. We should warm this place up with just two people in here. Because of the Holy Spirit, amen? amen? Amen. Let me put my glasses on. All right, the title of my sermon is Do Not Give Up, Keep the Hope, Keep the Faith. God doesn't want you to give up. God wants you to have a future and He wants you to prosper. And it's not to harm you. Contrary to what the world would say, we serve a kind and loving God. The world would say that our God is harsh and mean, but He's not. The world doesn't know the Word. Amen? Amen. Jeremiah 29.1 so says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. Now, does that sound like a God who's against you? No. He is for you. I wrote that down right there, okay? He's for you. He is for you. And it's the world who is against you. It is our adversary who tells you just to give up. Amen? Because he, I got that written down too. You guys have been reading my notes, I'm telling you, over there in the front row. You guys, just keep your mouth shut for a minute. No, I'm just kidding. He have been reading my notes. Because he is a liar. The devil is a liar and he hasn't changed in thousands of years and he's not going to change. He's a liar from the beginning and he's a liar right now. And I'm telling you what, and he's the one who lies to you when he tells you to give up, that you'll never amount to much, or that you can't overcome. You can't overcome those addictions. You can't overcome the mounting of bills and piling up. Just give up. Quit your job. Go hide in a hole. <laughs> Let me tell you what, just like that bumper sticker said, just try God. I mean, if it's that simple, if the world would just try God and know that God is good and taste that God is good, then they would change from their evil ways and turn to God's righteous ways. God is telling you, keep on fighting. Fight, fight, fight. Never give up. Fight for what's right. Fight for your family. Fight for your success. Stay the course. Stay the course. Stick with God. Don't give up. Don't fail. You're not a failure. You're an overcomer through Christ Jesus. Amen? God will provide for you. He will strengthen you and He will reward you. In 2 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 7, But as for you, be strong and do not give up. For your work will be rewarded. 
That's the Bible telling you that. That's not me. That's the Word of God. God's not a liar. He's not going to lie to you. He's going to tell you, don't give up. Stay the course. Be strong. For your work will be rewarded. That's a promise from God. Galatians 6, 9 is, Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest. Who here is waiting to reap a harvest? And they're doing of good. We're all waiting to reap a harvest. God promises at the proper time in our lives we will reap a harvest. We do not give up. See that? You will reap a harvest if you do not give up. Don't quit. Stay the course. There's promises in God's word for each one of us. These are scriptures you need to write down and remember. Galatians 6, 9, 2 Chronicles 15, 7. These are scriptures that are in your spirit that you need to remember when the world is coming against you. You've got to say, no, I am not giving up. I am going to stay the course because I know that God has promised me a reward at the end if we do not quit. I am not a quitter. Let me tell you, I've quit things in my life before, and I've regretted quitting them. I am not quitting, and I'm telling you what, once I've got saved, my whole mindset changed, and I haven't quit yet. And I'm not quitting now. I'm staying the course. I'm running the race that's set before me. I know there's a reward greater than this world can ever give me waiting for me in heaven. Amen? I believe it's not just waiting for us in heaven, but God has a reward for us right here on this earth. And that's to be overcomers. It's a promise to God. It's a promise from God to you. To you. We must stay the course. God is faithful. He is not a liar. Actually, it is impossible for God to lie. So we can believe and trust fully in his word. Isn't that amazing? It is impossible for God to lie. So everything that you read in this Bible, in this word, is true. Now the world is trying to discredit it. It's trying to come against the word. It's trying to manipulate the word. It's trying to twist its translations so that it can hear only what its itching ears want to hear because they don't want to have the conviction the moral standards of the Bible. If the world just followed the scriptures in the Bible, it would be a totally different place. It would be like Eden, back at the Garden of Eden. His word is alive. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. What we need to do is to be brave, to be bold, to be courageous, for our God is for us. He is for you. He is for you. He's been for you since you were formed in your mother's womb. And he's going to be for you till you take your very last breath and you pass from this life into the next. As long as we are faithful and we do not give up. Amen? Amen. Isaiah 41.10 says, do not, So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed. For I am your God. I will strengthen and help you. 
I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Amen? Amen. Now, if God is not a liar and his word is true, then he is going to perform all those scriptures, all those things that I just read to you. They're going to happen. And this is a verse I haven't read in a long time that I love. It's one of my favorite verses in Joshua 1.9. And I love this verse. And he says, and he, you know, when I read this verse, like I took it as like he was speaking to me. He was speaking to me because he is speaking to you. He speaks to you through his word. He's speaking to you when he's telling Joshua that. He's also telling you that. He's telling you, haven't I not commanded you? And there's a question mark. This is God. Haven't I not commanded you, Chris, Corey, Ed, Julia, Julie, Mom, Susie, Owen, Joel, Lizzie, Stella, Ephraim, haven't I not commanded you to be Strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. That is a scripture that I, when I first read it, when I was reading through the Bible, when I first got saved, and I read through the whole Bible, that was one scripture that just spoke to me loud and clear. Haven't I not commanded you to be strong and courageous? That I will be with you wherever you go. Don't be discouraged. I'm telling you, discouragement is not from God. God says, don't be discouraged. You know, when discouragement comes, you need to do what my wife said to up there at the core today. Rebuke it. Cast it out. It's not of God, it's of the devil. We are warriors in the kingdom of God. We are made and built for great things and to do great things. Amen? Amen. We need to be fearless. We need to be courageous, especially in today's world. We need not to give up. What we need to do is press in, press in, press in to the hope and the future that we have, the freedoms that Christ Jesus has given us. That's what we need to do. We need to press into those things. Hebrews 12, verses 1 through 3. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles and let us run with perseverance <clears throat> the race that is marked out for us. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinful men, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. Amen? We cannot grow weary and lose heart. 
especially in today's day and age when everything seems like it's against you. And it is. I'm going to tell you, this world is against you. This world does not want you to succeed. This world wants to take from you everything that you make and earn and do. And will try to keep you down. When God says, don't be discouraged. Don't give in. Keep up the good fight. You will be rewarded for your good works. Don't give up. Don't grow weary in doing good, but keep the pressure on. Keep the pressure on the devil, because he's trying to defeat you. He's trying to get you down. But don't give, give in to him and to his temptations and to his lies. He's a liar. He was a liar then. He's a liar now, and he's not going to change. He'll be a liar till right to the lake of fire. Amen? God's word is amazing and unfailing. In Romans 15, 4, this is what it says. For whatsoever thing were written aforetime. This is what's amazing about the word. For whatsoever thing were written aforetime were written for our learning. Did you hear that? What everything that was written in the past was written to teach us so that through endurance and the encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. Did you hear that? That When I read that, I was amazed. Think about that for a minute. You know what I thought of when I read that? I thought of how awesome our Father really is. Think about it. I know a lot of us in here have not had great fathers. Really, not had great fathers. But God is the greatest Father that will ever be. Ever be. That God who knew you before you were even formed in your room wrote a book for you. He wrote a love letter for you to help you and to guide you. Think about that. Think about your natural father before you were born. And this is how I thought of it. You know, here's a father... Before I was born, who might have passed, but wanted to share his life and his love for his son or daughter, who wasn't even born yet, wrote down everything he knew as a guide for you to live your life. Wrote it all out, in black and white and in red. Wrote out everything that you would ever need to learn or know about in your whole life. Of all the experiences that he went through, all of the warnings and things that he did. Wrote that all out for you. Penned it down on pen and paper. 
put it in a book and said, when you're old enough to read, you know, I want you to have this. And I want you to read this book because this book is going to help you grow and to become the man or woman that I, I want you to be, that I hope you become. God, when I read that, that's exactly my first thought that came to my mind, is that God, who foreknew you in the womb, wrote a book, a guide map, a life map, of how we should live and how we should act and how we should grow for each one of us. So how amazing is that? For what so everything were written aforetime was written for your learning, son or daughter. I mean, you could put that in there. That we through practice and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. God knew us better before. God knew us before. And he knew that we were going to go through some things in our lives that are going to be hard. Right? All of us go through things in life that are hard and are difficult. And sometimes you don't know how you're going to overcome them. But God wrote you a book here called the Bible to encourage you, saying, you know what? When those hard times come, you need to press in more to me. You need to trust me. You need to be... Put your hope in me. Here, let me give you this scripture. That I'll be with you wherever you go. Let me be, give you this scripture to be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid, for I am with you. I will never leave you or forsake you. Let me write this in here for you. To help you out when sickness comes. That I have, I, that I have overcome all sicknesses and disease. That you don't have to be bound by sickness or disease. That he took the time to tell you not to give up. That your Father in heaven took the time to tell you not to give up. That is how much God loves you. That is how much God loves his children. That's the kind of God who we serve. That's the kind of God who we come into worship for in this place every Sunday. And we praise Him and we worship Him. The kind of God that loves you and is for you. He is for you. He is for you. He is for you. He is not against you, but He wants you to prosper. He wants you to be in good health. And that He has great plans for you. That's the kind of God who we follow. God is not a liar. God is an awesome God. He's an awesome God. He's an awesome Father, the best Father that any person can ever have. He's the greatest gift that you can give to anybody. The greatest gift that you can give to anybody is taking him from 
your hand and leading them to the Father, to God, to Jesus. That's the greatest thing we can do in our lives. That's the, that's the, that's the promises and the hope that we want to turn down and, and teach our generation, the pass down to our generation, to our, to our sons and daughters, to our friends and family. To let them know that there's a loving and kind God that's out there that is for them. That's not against them. Amen? So do not give up. Keep the faith. Keep the hope. Keep pressing in. God is faithful and just. He'll never fail you. He'll never leave you, and He'll never leave you abandoned. Amen? Amen. So Lord Jesus, I thank you and praise you for this day. I thank you for your word. Thank you for your hopes, your hope that we have in you for what you've done for us. Lord God, I thank you for your word that's a road map, a life map for all of us here that you've written down for us. And I thank you, Lord God, for all your promises and that you are faithful and true to your word, that your word will never fail. Lord God, I thank you and praise you. And Lord, we just thank you for this day and I pray your blessings upon your people in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord.